What's up, everybody? It's the Alex Leak and Friends NFL Podcast, back for another week. I'm your host, Alex Leak, and this is the 2019 Week 15 Houston Texans at the Tennessee Titans episode. The 8-5 and five Texans at the 8-5 and five Titans. Uh, AFC South battle for with the division on the line and a battle for the playoffs. Uh, two good teams. Um, the Titans have really been playing well uh, this year under head coach Mike Vrabel. He's got them a top 10 defense, uh, 8th ranked defense in the NFL. And the Texans, you know, with, star, with uh, Deshaun Watson and wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins, tough to beat as well. So a big game atop the AFC South with playoffs on the line. This is the first of two matchups. Week 15, they play each other, and then week 17 at NRG Stadium in Houston. So, big game. The Titans need to take care of business in this one, get a win at home, and put the pressure on the Texans. The game starts out with quarterback Deshaun Watson leads the Texans down the field and into the red zone on the opening drive of the game, but Watson throws an Interception into the end zone, picked off by Titan safety Kenny Vaccaro. Uh, he had Duke Johnson open, but a uh, great job by, you know, Vaccaro of jumping the route. Uh, red zone turnover, that's a killer turnover early in this game, a bad way to start the game for the Texans. And uh, a good opportunity to keep them off the scoreboard if you're Tennessee and the defense. So great, great play by Kenny Vaccaro. To pick up Deshaun Watson in the end zone. Titans kicker Ryan Suckup attempt a 45-yard field goal, but it would be blocked by Texans defensive end Angelo Blackson. So still a scoreless game as nobody can break through yet. Then uh, Titans first and goal from the four-yard line. Quarterback Ryan Tannehill pass to tight end Anthony Ferkser on a slant. Catch, uh, hits him in his hands. He actually catches the ball, hits in the hands, is hit immediately by Texans safety Justin Reed at the one-yard line, and the ball pops up and right into the hands of linebacker Whitney Merciless, who returns the interception 86 yards to the Titans' 12-yard line. Great play by the Texans' defense in the red zone. So two red zone turnovers to start this game and a blocked field goal, and a great job, great, great job by the Texans' defense. To make that play at the one-yard line, Titans, you know, if if Ferkser can hang on to that ball, it's a touchdown. But an excellent play by safety Justin Reed and great return and interception by linebacker Whitney Merciless. Deshaun Watson takes advantage of the turnover and throws a 12-yard touchdown pass to wide receiver Kenny Stills to get the first score of the game and put the Texans up 7-0. Watson would score again on a 16-yard touchdown pass to, again, Kenny Stills. And it would be 14-0 Texans. So, Titans, you know, had two opportunities for three and for seven that could have had ten points, but unable to convert. And, and so instead of it being, you know, possibly 14-10 at this point, it's 14-0 Texans. A great defensive play by Texans corner Garyon Conley sets up 4th and 10 from the Texans 37 yard line with a minute 14 left in the first half. Titans head coach Mike Vrabel would call for a fake punt pass 
uh, by punter Brett Kern that falls incomplete turnover on downs. I mean, at that point in the game, if you're going to go for it on 4th and 10, I'd rather have Ryan Tannehill throw it. Um, you know, I'm just not a fan of having my punter throw it on 4th and 10. If I'm going to go for it on 4th and 10, I don't necessarily have a problem with him going for it here on 4th and 10. But I'm not going to have Brett Kern throw the ball. I'm going to have Ryan Tannehill do it. I think the percentages are way higher when your starting quarterback throws it than your punter. That's just my opinion. I get that you're trying to catch the defense or the special team sleeping, you know, catch them on a trick play, but really, uh, I, I feel like the Texans were ready for that and knew it was coming. And in that position, you should be. You should be ready for the fake punt. So why not just line it up and have Tannehill throw it, you know, throw it up to A.J. Brown or Corey Davis. So, um, But a great pass breakup by corner Lonnie Johnson on the play. And the Texans go into halftime in Nashville leading 14 to nothing. So they shut out the Titans offense in the first half. Halftime adjustments needed for Tennessee. Not a great start to the big game. Um, so a slow start for the Titans. They'll see, you know, halftime adjustments. See if they can bounce back in the second half against this Texans team. Uh, halftime adjustments work. As the Titans take the opening drive of the second half all the way down for a Ryan Tannehill one-yard touchdown run on fourth and goal, cuts the Texans' lead to 14 to seven. Um, you know, on going forward on fourth and goal at the one-yard line, I think I'm actually okay with this decision. But man, if you if you don't get the touchdown there, if you get stepped on fourth and goal, that's another red zone turnover and still unable to get points but good job good play call and good job by ryan Tannehill to get the touchdown so they you know cut the lead in half 14 to 7 in the third quarter the texans have second and goal from the four from the titans four yard line deshaun watson passes tipped in the air by titans rookie defensive end jeffrey simmons and the pass is intercepted by linebacker jayon brown for a touchback that's the Texans' second red zone turnover of the game. A great play by the Titans' defense uh, to end the third quarter and keep it a one-score game. And two red zone turnovers by the Texans at this point gets the Titans back in the game. You know, you, you're able to punch both of those in. You have 28 points by now. But two red zone, you know, two turnovers in the end zone. Uh, keeping points off the board, and so it's still 14-7. The Titans have to be feel lucky that they're still in this game at this point, only down seven. But great play on defense by the rookie. Uh, Texans linebacker Brendan Scarlett, this is an interesting play, uh, delivers a big hit shoulder-to-shoulder -shoulder on Titans wide receiver Khalif Raymond. But uh, the flag is thrown for unnecessary roughness. And just unreal. I mean, I understand how these refs can get it wrong live. I really do. But we have to go back. We have to change the rules. We have to make everything reviewable. We really do. In today's NFL, I've noticed it more and more the last three, four, five years that a big hit by a defensive player, it's a penalty. You know, if it's too hard of a hit, it's a penalty. And that's not what the rule book states. It's not that was too hard of a hit, it's an illegal hit if you hit someone in the head or whatever. 
And I understand that live it might look like uh, Scarlett hit Khalif Raymond in the head. But on replay, it was obvious it was shoulder to shoulder. And, it, you know, instead of a third and long, which would have it would have been like a third and eight, instead of that in the red zone, it's half the distance to the goal and an automatic first down. Uh, you know, you got to make everything reviewable, in my opinion, because there's too many of these bad penalties handed out. And... It's almost impossible. The The job that the NFL is asking the officials to do is almost impossible live because you you want to, you know, really enforce the targeting, really enforce the head hunting, the head hitting, the leading with the head, the dangerous plays, right? You want to get player safety right. But let's not penalize at the same time great defensive plays in the name of player safety. We have to get both of these right. Don't you want to be able to review everything and challenge everything so that we can make player safety better and so the players don't get away with headshots and we can, you know, you go to replay and you see that and you can take the guy to the blue tent if he's been hit and, and check him out, make sure he's good. And also to take these, penal these penalties off the board if you go to review and see that it was a bad call then you can change it. And like on this example, you could have taken it from first and goal. You could have moved it back to third and eight. The call would have been right and everyone would have been happy. Instead, uh, a great defensive play by Brendan Scarlett is null and void. And the Titans are rewarded by that. Re rewarded by a two-yard pass in second and ten. And, and given a first and goal. And it... You know, they want to throw the flag out of precaution. So if that's going to be the, the way that these officials are going to call the game, then you got to. You absolutely have to make everything reviewable. And stop penalizing defenses for making great plays. Stop penalizing defenses for hitting the ball carrier hard. Because that's his job. Last I checked, the NFL is has always been like that. And as long as you're not hitting someone in the head, or trying to injure them, trying to hurt them, going low, all this different stuff, then you have to allow it. And then going low on defense is perfectly fine unless it's the quarterback. Um, so I don't know. It, the The year's been so bad. I don't care about game speed. Everyone talks about, oh, the games are going to go too long, blah, blah, blah. We can't have that. That's baseball's problem. That's not football's problem. I want the calls right. I don't care about game speed. I want to get the calls right. I'm tired of bad calls affecting the outcome of games. And I went on this rant with the Bears-Packer game on a bad call. On the punt return fumble that they called uh, fair catch interference. And going back to Saints-Rams in the NFC Championship game, the reason that instant uh, pass interference is reviewable now is because of a horrendously bad call made by these officials. Let's be honest with ourselves. These officials are not going to just miss calls on pass interference. They're going to miss calls throughout the game. And they've proven that week after week this season. So let's go back and make everything reviewable. Give the head coaches... I say give the head coaches three, uh, three challenges. And... Uh, if they get all three right, then give them a fourth. 
but you have to be able to challenge and get these calls right because the officials, whatever they're doing, is not working. And it's been a bad year for the officiating. So, uh, you know, I just hate to see defenses getting penalized for great plays. But the Titans, you know, get the uh, advantage here, get a first and goal. And Ryan Tannehill throws a five-yard touchdown pass to rookie wide receiver A.J. Brown, who, if not a star already, is a future star. A.J. Brown is a monster. He's a beast. Those Ole Miss wide receivers can do it, him and Kate, uh, D.K. Metcalf. So A.J. Brown catches the touchdown, and the Titans tie the game at 14 early in the fourth quarter. Just like that, the Titans are back in this game. They survived it, they weathered the storm, and they tie the game in the fourth. Texans running back Carlos Hyde rushes for a 10-yard touchdown to put the Texans back up 21-14. Kicker Kaimi Fairbairn makes a 29-yard field goal, and just like that, the Texans are back up 10 late in the fourth, 24-14. Uh, Ryan Tannehill throws an 11-yard touchdown pass to running back Deion Lewis to cut the score to 24-21, but the Titans unable to uh, uh, recover the onside kick, and the Texans get it and win the game run out the clock Texans defeat the Titans 24-21 in Nissan Stadium um, so a big win for the Texans on the road um, huge win that's gonna really help their playoff chances I'll have one more matchup against these Titans in week 17 but a win in week 17 for Houston clinches the division title the division championship Quarterback Deshaun Watson combines for 275 yards, two touchdowns, and two interceptions. Both in the end zone, both of those interceptions. And that's one thing Watson needs to clean up going into the playoffs is those turnovers. Got to cut down on those, otherwise you'll be going home early in the playoffs. Last year, Deshaun Watson and these Texans hosted a playoff game against the Colts and were unable to get the win. I definitely want to see this team take the next step see this young quarterback take the next step and get a playoff win this year. So a win like this in Nashville is a big first step to, you know, getting that home field, getting a home playoff game again, hosting a playoff game, and maybe this year coming out with a playoff win. So we'll see if they can get that done. Running back Carlos Hyde uh, rushes 26 times for 104 yards and a touchdown. He's been a nice acquisition for this team this year. Uh, he's the second running back this year with 100 rushing yards on the Titans. Just the second. So he did pretty well against a stingy Titans defense. And Carlos Hyde has rushed for 1,000 yards in a season for the first time in his career. So having a great year. Um, star wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins catches 6 for 119 yards and has 5-plus catches in 17 straight games. He's absolutely balling and you got a double team Hopkins or he's gonna tear you up wide receiver Kenny Stills catches three for 35 yards and two touchdowns very underrated acquisition by this Texans team this year uh, kicker Kaimi Fairbairn goes one of one on field goals three for three on extra points for the Tennessee Titans quarterback Ryan Tannehill combines for 289 yards and three touchdowns two passing one rushing and one interception. Ryan Tannehill now has four rushing touchdowns in his last six games. Show, you know, using his legs and getting a, getting the job done. I like what I've seen out of Tannehill this year in Tennessee. 
Running back Derrick Henry has been a beast all year long. Texans do a pretty good job of containing him in this game. He rushes 21 times for 86 yards, so they hold him under 100 yards. He's been going for like 150, 175 yards of late, so great job of the Texans' defense on him. Tight end Janu Smith combines for 117 yards. Nice versatile tight end uh, for Tennessee. Rookie wide receiver A.J. Brown catches 8 for 114 yards and a touchdown. Like I said, he's a future star, if not already. He's a beast, and the Titans should keep him for as long as possible. Linebacker Jayon Brown records 10 tackles, an interception, and a pass deflection. And kicker Ryan Suckup goes 0-for-1 on field goals and 3-for-3 3 3 on extra points. So, like I said, huge win for the Texans on the road against division rival Tennessee. And they will stay on the road heading to Tampa Bay on Saturday. So it will be the 9-5 Texans at Jameis Winston and the 7-7 seven seven Bucks. If the Titans can win that game in Tampa Bay, they will clinch the AFC South Division Championship. Uh, if they can't, then it's going to come down to a winner-take-all Week 17 uh, at home against these same Titans. I guarantee the Texans want to and need to take care of business in Raymond James Stadium, beat the Bucks, and sure it up. You don't want to come down to a winner-take-all division game against you know, the Titans, so against a division rival. For the Titans, they host the 11-3 Saints on Sunday. Titans fall to 8-6, so the 11-3 Saints at the 8-6 Titans. A big game for the Titans because if they lose that game and the Texans lose, uh, I think the Texans are still in. I'm not sure on that, 9-6-8-7, but I do know that the Titans don't want to lose this game to the Saints. They need to find a way to win another home game. But going up against Sean Payton, Drew Brees, Michael Thomas, and those boys, it's going to be a tough game. Uh, my predictions, I'm taking the Texans to win on the road against Tampa Bay on Saturday. I think they'll get it done and clinch the division championship. For the Titans, I think they take care of business against the Saints as well. I think they get the win at home and improve to 9-6. and six. I think the Titans are fully capable of beating the Saints in Nashville. And if I'm Tennessee, I'm feeding Derrick Henry a lot in that game. So we'll see if they can get that done. It'll be interesting if the Texans take care of business and get the win on Saturday, how the, that will affect how the Titans play on Sunday if they know they're already, you know, out of that, out of the running for winning their division. So it'll be a, a very interesting week 16 coming up. A lot of very impactful games. Uh, gonna The playoff picture is going to become more clear, a lot more clear this weekend. So can't wait for it. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and leave a comment. Let me know what you guys think. Big win for the Texans on the road in Nashville. They improved to 9-5, and five, and the Titans fall to 8-6. and six. So appreciate the support, guys. Check out my interview I did this week. And... Uh, let me know what you guys think. Have a great week, guys. Peace out.